This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel better, cleaner now. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is introducing a targeted coronavirus relief bill, which includes $20 billion for agriculture funding. A vote on the bill could come as early as this week. McConnell says the new targeted proposal also focuses on urgent health care, education and economic issues. In a release statement today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said, quote, This emaciated bill is only intended to help vulnerable Republican senators by giving them a, quote, check the box vote to maintain the appearance that they're not held hostage by their extreme right wing that doesn't want to spend a nickel to help people, end quote. The Department of Agriculture is expected to announce details on a second round of coronavirus food assistance program payments to farmers this week. Republican Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler of Missouri serves on the House Agriculture Committee. She hopes there's more clarification for cattle producer payments. There's some inequities, I felt like, in the first distribution, and especially cattle, where you received $130 per head if you sold a steer on April 15th and then April 16th if you sold it then you got $33 a head and there was a lot of angst in cattle country I can tell you over that so I was encouraging Undersecretary Eibach to consider a second round of payments certainly to cattle because I feel like there's still need there. Hartzler says USDA is looking at expanding payments to poultry. I have heard that they are looking at that, expanding some more into poultry, and I would certainly support that because you're right, that has happened. And I I do think they also should look at biofuels and ethanol plants. They have been really damaged by this, not just in the United States, but worldwide as pandemic caused people to stay home, less driving. There's been less demand. Hear more from Hartzler in this week's AgriPulse Open Mic at AgriPulse.com. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel, better, cleaner, now. Learn more at BetterCleanerNow.com. The National Farmers Union is hosting a virtual fly-in with lawmakers and government officials next week. NFU President Rob LaRue says over 300 of their members have registered for the event. Challenges are immense. Uh, There's a lot of things to talk about, but we will be speaking about it uh, from the perspectives of uh, reform to ag markets, uh, supporting uh, pandemic relief, uh, strengthening resilience in the rural infrastructure, and supporting climate smart uh, solutions. He says a collective concern for NFU members right now is making sure they have transparency in markets and have a fair shot of making a living. We are in a system which is very dependent on uh, government payments right now, uh, which is not in anyone's best interest. The concern comes when government steps in like that and further exasperates uh, the already encumbered market conditions by consolidation and applies help most dramatically to those probably least vulnerable uh, and to the largest. And we don't think that's a fair shake for the entire system. LaRue says House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue are among invited speakers next Monday and Tuesday. Corn and soybean crop conditions across the nation are slightly declining as harvest approaches. 
According to USDA's crop progress report released today, 61% of the U.S. corn is rated good to excellent compared to 62% last week. 65% of the nation's soybean crop is rated good to excellent. That's compared to 66% a week ago. University of Illinois agricultural economist Scott Irwin expects a decline in yield estimates in USDA's crop production report out this Friday. I think the answer is almost certainly that we're going to see lower yield estimates for both corn and soybeans uh, in September for the U.S. average corn and soybean yields compared to those August estimates due to the derecho impacts and the ongoing dry weather. I mean, I would really be shocked if we don't see a decline of both corn and soybeans. In Iowa, corn is rated 43% good to excellent compared to last week's 45%. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.